Hey everyone, welcome back to Not Another Wellness Podcast. This is Natalie and I am recording this amidst some noise and chaos, but it's just one of those things where trying to find actual time and quiet as a new mom is really hard. So I'm sure that you're going to hear a lot of noise. Bridger's probably going to wake up a minute after I start recording this and you're going to hear the construction next door and all the things. So just bear with me. Let me set the scene for you. I am sitting in an Airbnb. Actually, I'm lying. It's a VRBO, if that makes a difference, in Crested Butte, Colorado. We are here for the week for my birthday, but also just some change of scenery. And it's been bringing up some stuff that I wanted to share about because it's one of those things and themes that I've been feeling for a really long time and want to talk about more so that if you were in a similar situation, you might feel like you're less alone and then just open the dialogue for my own sense of healing um, and understanding of this phase of my life. Okay, so the topic today is about being a stay-at-home mom. I didn't know that I would have a baby and decide to stay home because for one, I didn't know how it was going to feel once the baby was here. If that was something I was going to want, financially, it wasn't an option at first. So I wasn't even considering it. I was planning on going back to work after 12 weeks. And then I had some judgments that I want to break down that got in my way and started to interfere and are continuing to interfere with the choices that I ended up making. So first and foremost, I had this misconception that maternity leave, which from my company was 12 weeks, which is pretty standard, but also better than some companies who only give like two weeks, six weeks. I don't know how those women go back to work that quickly, frankly. Um, I had this judgment or I had this idea that maternity leave was a vacation. It was a break from work. It was extremely, these are all my thoughts about it before I had a baby and judgments. It was extremely generous of employers and I didn't understand what that time looked like for a new mom, like at all, like no idea. And how could I know? So there's part of me that's obviously in hindsight trying to tell that pre-pregnant, pre-new mom version of myself that that's okay. You don't know what you don't know. And there's no reason to beat yourself up for something you didn't know. But the theme that I've run up against a bunch lately is that I hold these judgments and I say things like, I'll never do this. And I'll have these thoughts about things that I've never actually experienced firsthand that are harmful and they're ugly and they're judgmental. Um, Like maternity leave is a break from work. And I feel 
like I'm probably not the only one. Like I can't be the only one that has that feeling um, for, for someone who hasn't gone through it. I like to think that partners of new moms, the partner totally gets it if they've watched their person go through birth, go through pregnancy and then labor and then the actual delivery of a baby and then the actual reality of having that baby. And I'd like to think those people totally get it um, and support maternity leave and would actually push for it to be longer and more widespread in, in terms of it being available to every woman, no matter what her job is, no matter where she lives, no matter her race. Um, and I should actually just correct myself um, and and just say birthing person instead of woman. There is not a, a ounce of my body that wants to leave out anybody when I say things like the woman who has the baby. Um, I completely support that gender is a construct. And um, I do really support the term birthing person, but I'm very conditioned to say women. So um, just acknowledging that. And where was I going with that? So I had judgments about maternity leave. I remember feeling this guilt leading up to it. So I worked extra hard to kind of like make up for the fact that I was going to be gone for 12 weeks. And I could hear in some of my coworkers who hadn't been through it, like, wow, you get to be gone. Like almost like lucky you. And to their point, yeah, I mean, it is incredibly lucky I didn't have to go back to work for 12 weeks. But um, there was nothing that felt lucky about the first 12 weeks of Bridger's life. Um, like it was a break or anything like that. I really did not feel that way at all. Um, it would have been easier to just stay at work, frankly, and not have gotten um, no, dog. Um, so anyway, that was my first judgment. So when maternity leave was approaching, I felt like I had to make up for it. I really tried to clean up everything so that someone could pick up where I left off. Um, and, and deep down, as I got closer to having Bridger, I did feel this sense of like, I hope I have a choice by the time I'm supposed to go back. Maybe our financial situation will have changed um, to where I can stay home for longer uh, and quit my job. But I never voiced that to Adam, even a month or two in, because I felt the shame for wanting to stay home with my baby, which is just such an interesting thing. Like, biologically speaking, I have no judgment on what you choose to do, by the way. But for me, like, it does make sense that there was part of me that wanted that option to stay home with my baby, right? Like, this is a huge life change and a biological thing, giving birth to an offspring that I grew in my body for 10 months. It makes sense to me that I would, there would be a part of me that would feel like I wanted to stay and raise this baby, even though those first 12 weeks were probably the hardest 12 weeks of my entire life. And I'm not, I'm not exaggerating at all when I say that. It was absolutely brutal and I needed at least double the amount of time to feel ready, maybe feel ready to have someone else watch Bridger. Um, so I have the baby. I am recovering from the hardest thing I've ever gone through which was an emergency C-section after a very long labor. I did post the birth story. If you're like, what? Go back and listen to that. I talk in detail about 
what actually happened. So I have a lot of healing to do, a lot of recovering to do. And we live far away from our families, which was a lifestyle choice that we felt really strongly about. However, you know, it was also a pandemic. So we didn't have a lot of support in those early weeks. Um, the pandemic is happening. So I felt this sense of fear to let Bridger go be watched by anyone else who I didn't know where they'd been if they were masked. This is pre-vaccine time. This is around December and January of 2020 and 2021. And so I felt like I can't send him to daycare. So whatever, we did the things. We um, saw a few daycares. We found one that, you know, seemed fine. There's nothing wrong with daycare, but I was having such an anxious response to sending him away because of the pandemic, because I wasn't sure I wanted to go back to work, because I didn't work a job that was a passion and it didn't pay me enough, frankly, to for me to feel like I had to go back. It was going to cover, my salary then was going to cover daycare, but it wasn't enough that we would be saving or making for me to make that trade-off in my head. So that's a whole thing we can like digest at another time. But that that's a that's a real thing. Um, so many women left their jobs during the pandemic because of that load that that someone has to bear of a family. And when there's no childcare, like I know daycares were closed for a little while. Um, women can't sorry, birthing people cannot um where am I going with this? Do both. I mean, it's up to the partners, but I think a lot of women were like, wait, I don't get paid as much as my partner. I don't have a good childcare option. I, maybe I don't live with family. Like I, I don't. So there just was no really good option there. Um, obviously people did send their kids to daycare. They did open up again. And you know, that is a very good option for people. I just didn't, I was missing too many pieces of the puzzle that would make it make sense. Um, I didn't have a job that paid enough in my opinion for the work I was doing. I didn't feel passionate enough about my job that it was going to feel like something I really wanted to go back to. And then the third financial piece, Adam got a job opportunity a month before I was supposed to go back to my job um, that made it so we we really felt like we could swing it um, on one salary. And so all those things kind of fell in line. And so when he accepted this position, it turned out to be something he was really excited about, not only excited about, but also offered benefits and a salary that was um, enough to support us. I was like, this is a no-brainer. But I was fighting so much against the, the women in my life that had willingly, apparently willingly, I don't actually know what it was like for their internal experience, went right back to work as soon as they were supposed to and didn't express a feeling of grief for that transition in the sense of like they didn't um, mind having their kid go to daycare or having a full-time nanny or childcare situation or maybe they had family. So I just felt like alone, like who, like I, like I shouldn't be staying home with my baby, even though that was a, biologically and logically it made sense. I felt really, really pressured to 
and I felt judged by like myself for not wanting to go back to work, um, for wanting to stay home, even though I was frankly like miserable in this new role. I, in this new role as a mom, like I was miserable. I was so tired. I was healing. I was in a lot of pain. I felt like the veil had been lifted and no one had prepared me for this. And I felt like mad about mothers who just showed the highlight reel and didn't express the full picture. Um, I also realized there's such a spectrum there. I don't think everyone's experience looks at all like the way you perceive it, even if they are posting smiley photos of their children. So many things are going through my mind. And I was anxious, anxious to no end because I had this judgment about stay-at-home moms. Like it was easy. Like it was the easier option than working and being a mom, which is hilarious now. Like I literally laugh at that, at that judgment that I've held. Um, that I should really want to go back to work. I should not care that someone else would raise my baby. Like I should want that because it's what I saw a lot in my like close circle of family and, and friends. And I totally understand that a lot of women feel like they want to use their brain in a different way. That's outside of this mothering, um, aspect And a lot of women feel really great about what they do. And maybe they are the breadwinner in their family. There's so many factors, right? Maybe they work for a company that's awesome and um, they miss having an adult conversations all the time. I've heard all these things and I think they're all so true. It just, for me, like it just didn't add up. Um, So I decided to be a a full-time mom. And when I made that decision and when I told my work I wasn't coming back, um, I never looked back. Once I finally expressed to Adam that that's what I wanted, he was supportive, which was amazing. And I never looked back. I, I literally do not miss a second of my old job because I know that biology was telling me to stay with my baby. I know that he's only going to be this little for so long. And eventually he's going to be, you know, off at school all day and independent from me and, um, getting that time with him. I just, I didn't want anyone to get to see him (laughs) go through all these milestones before me. It just felt like, yeah. So that, that's kind of how I landed on that decision. So here I am today sharing this. It is September 14th. So I gave birth to Bridger November 22nd. I was supposed to go back to work on Valentine's Day. So I've been being a mom for almost, no, yeah, almost exactly as long as I was pregnant. And it feels like, oh, here comes the truck. Let me pause first. It feels like I've been doing this forever. It feels like time has gone by really fast, but also really slow. It's painstakingly... um, like being a mom all the time, like 24-7. It just feels monotonous most of the time. But I haven't regretted my decision at all. But what I have done is I've fought with myself over the judgments that I still hold that um, I'm lazy because I didn't go back to my job. I'm like trying to, my other judgment about myself and stay-at-home moms is they're just like freeloading off of their husband's salary or something like that, which is bonkers, but 
these are things that I've felt and maybe society feels, which is why I've felt them and have judged myself for and other moms. Sorry, you know, sorry. And, um, I'm sorry that I had that judgment and I felt that way. And I'm sorry for myself that I still feel some of these things. Let me think of some more other ones. I wrote them down earlier. Um, yeah, that this is easy, that I'm lazy, that having one kid is not enough. Like it would be more justifiable for me to be a full-time mom if I had two children, that I should really be um, contributing financially to my family. And the fact that I'm not, and anytime I spend money is very, um, I don't know, like selfish, or like I shouldn't be spending any money on myself ever, which I hardly do at all. Um, but I even had a conversation with a friend who was like, well, whose money is it? you know, if you're going to yoga and I was like, well, it's ours. My job doesn't pay anything. (laughs) So I'm working around the clock. I get two to three hours during the day. Sometimes where Bridger's napping, where I'm like cooking or not cooking, like feeding myself, cleaning up, like doing the laundry. It's, um, and then I'm sleeping at night, obviously, but then I don't sleep through the night every night. Bridger gets up often like he did last night. So if I were getting paid 24-7 an hourly rage, wage, I would be – any mom would be making so much money. And so all these things I had these judgments for, and they really hold me back, right? Like I feel this sense of pressure to want to go back to work to know when I'm not going to be stay-at-home mom anymore. I had originally said a year. We're approaching the year mark. It's two months away. Um, I still don't know what I want to do. I still haven't figured out what would be worth it to me financially uh, from a passion perspective for me to want to send Bridger away somewhere else or have someone else watch him full-time so I can do that. Um, And I feel this the shame kind of like I'm being lazy or I just, I don't know. I keep saying the word lazy. It's so not the reality, but I do feel like I go back there and I'm really hard on myself because of the way that I had perceived my job to be before I had this job, which is so silly. And maybe some of you have that same, um, just checking the monitor judgment too about me and being a stay-at-home mom or maybe you're a stay-at-home mom too and you felt this before it doesn't feel good it feels it feels like a very weird weird place for me to be so here we are approaching being a stay-at-home mom for a year constantly fighting with myself because I haven't figured out what my passion is or I haven't figured out a plan to have someone else watch Bridger. I fight with myself about when he should be getting more social interaction. That's not just me because to be honest, like when I'm with him all day, I'm not just playing with him nonstop. Like I I, I try to get some space. I try to escape a little bit because it's a lot and I want him to play by himself. I want him to be you know, good, but he does need a lot of like holding and and interaction. And, um, I don't always have all the energy. And so actually there's times where I think about someone else watching him and the attention that he would be getting and the stimulation from other children. And I look at that and think like, maybe that is better for him soon. Like maybe we're, we're approaching the end of me staying home with him being enough for his best interest for mine. Um, and so I have a lot of reflecting on this to do. I have a lot of 
moving away from that judgment mind. Um, I need to start loving myself more for the choice that felt biologically and um, just felt so right to me. Uh, I need to honor that. I need to know that this is hard, um, that not everyone chooses to do it, and that's fine. Like, And the fact that I made that choice means I'm doing the right thing for our family, and I do feel that way most sometimes. So these are very unfiltered thoughts. I have not figured any of this out, but um, I want to like push back against these judgments and, and the societal norms of what a stay-at-home mom does, just our understanding of what women do. Um, whoever's judging who hasn't been through this needs to really stop. And I just wish there was more social like support behind the decision that I made. So it would maybe help me a little bit like with sometimes feeling like this inadequacy or like I'm not doing enough in this life and feeling the pressure to do other things. Um, when really I do feel strongly that Bridger needed me home with him this long and he might need me for double this amount of time and every kid will be different. Um, there's no perfect way to do this, right? I made the choice that was right for me. So sharing this today, to say, I see you stay at home mama of one, two, three, 15 children, whatever you have. I completely apologize for any time I've sent out judgment into the world on stay at home moms and what their day-to-day looks like and maternity leave. I had no freaking clue. Um, and I also let go of judgment I'm holding for myself and I release it out into the world. It, it is not serving me to feel like I'm not doing enough and I'm not enough because I know I am. And that's part of the self-work that I'll continue to do um, probably for the rest of my life. So cool. Thanks for listening to this. would love to hear and talk about this more with anyone who this resonates with. If you're in that stage of life or you've held similar judgments and you just want to talk about what my day-to-day looks like or what, um, how you can show up for moms in your life, let's talk more. Um, yeah, cool. Thank you guys. And, um, thanks for holding the space for me. And I, I vow to hold the space for you. Take care.